0: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention to ongoing mission work in Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities in Australia. Our next guest has been working in northeast Arnhem Land and its surrounds, providing God's Word in oral form to the many people groups in the area. Simon Johnson works with Global Recordings Network. It's the outfit that operates the Five Fish app with more than 6,500 languages represented. Their mission is to the least reached language groups in the world. Simon, a special welcome along to 2020.
1: Thanks for having me, Neil.
0: Simon, for those not so familiar with Global Recordings Network, you're like a missionary recordist. Give us an insight into what you do.
1: Well, what we do is we create audio and audiovisual resources for people to be able to hear God's Word in their own heart language, particularly people who come from a um, sort of oral um, preference uh, learning background. So these are the sort of people who learn and pass on information through storytelling, through song and other oral sort of... um, techniques like that so what we do is we create audio recordings of scriptures of bible stories of christian songs and then we distribute that back to the people so they can hear those things for themselves in their own language
0: interesting isn't it not everyone is a reader but there are a lot of people who like to listen to audio and those are the sorts of people who are the biggest beneficiaries of what you do
1: Well, that's right, and most people would be surprised that even in Australia, I mean, if you go onto the internet, you want to find something out, would you rather read a lengthy um, blog or would you rather watch a YouTube video or something like that? I think most people would go for the video, so it's not surprising that um, people who are uh, not um, as literate would prefer that method as well.
0: So, Simon, back in 2019, you went to the Northern Territory. Was this your first visit into Aboriginal communities in Arnhem Land?
1: No, it wasn't my first visit, but um, we did go up there and uh, we did some recording of some of the scripture that had been translated in a couple of the languages, uh, the Gumaj language and the Duaia language.
0: So... There are a lot of Aboriginal languages. Uh, There are very few full Bible translations uh, in Aboriginal languages. So really, our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities, big beneficiaries of what you do.
1: Yeah, well, that's right. And um, like I said, they're also from those oral cultures as well. So even the ones that do have uh, bits and pieces of the Bible translated into their language find it difficult to sit down and, and read it. So that's why audio re- recording is so important.
0: And you discovered that when you were in the community in Arnhem Land uh, that it wasn't just you doing the recordings that was interesting to the people there, but they wanted to learn how to do what you do, to take that skill and to continue to utilise it. How does that all work with, uh, with what's eventuated now?
1: Yeah, so some of our um, ministry partners who who are in the communities uh, were keen to be able to learn to do what we do so that when we leave and, and come back home, they can continue on the work. Uh, it's, often, it's often difficult um, in these sorts of communities uh, trying to get a lot done in a short period of time because there's things that come up, there's distractions, um, and, and people aren't always available when you want them to be. But having people living in the community full time who are already working with the people, already have the relationships with them, who can um, pick up a recording machine and, and continue on making the recordings in our absence is a real benefit. So the sorts of things that you
0: are recording when you're on a visit to remote communities in Arnhem Land and you're doing recordings, you're there as a, a missionary in that sense, Global Recordings Network, what sort of things are you recording people saying?
1: So some of the things that we record include, like I said, scripture. If there is scripture translated into their language, then we'll record scripture. Other things include songs, Christian songs that people have written. Um, There might also be um, little exaltations or testimonies or just simple Bible stories or basic gospel presentations uh, in their own language. A lot of the times in in these uh, communities that we go to, um, the people there uh, already have an idea of what it is that they want to say to their people to encourage them. To build up the church, and so they might have their favourite Bible passage that they want to read, and then talk a little bit about, or they want to share some stories from their their own lives about how God has worked uh, in them, and so they're the sorts of things that uh, that we record.
0: Do you have a certain awareness that when you're making these recordings that you're contributing to the preservation of culture or the preservation of language? Those things are pretty important, aren't they?
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, it is helping people uh, to, yeah, to preserve their language and um, the other thing it's also doing is some of these testimonies and things that we're recording. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's helping to document uh, some of the the history of, of the church in these places. I mean, you, you think back to our church history and and all the wonderful things that have happened in the past and, and the stories that we have. Well, these are the stories about how the church um, is growing in their community now and how God is working in, in different people's lives. So it's almost like um, an oral history as well. Um, to show how God's working uh, through these people.
0: And how do you preserve it? Uh, Where does it get saved to? What sort of devices are being used to replay these? Uh, You know, you could picture them just getting left on a shelf somewhere, but how are they actually preserved for those communities?
1: Well, we've got an information system department here at Global Recordings Network who are very keen to make sure that every recording that, uh, that we have on our servers is preserved uh, into the future. So we've got multiple copies of our archive in different locations around the world, in different platforms. So that if anything would happen, if the building would have burned down or if there was an earthquake or whatever it may be, then we'll have another copy of it somewhere else. The last thing we want to do is lose these recordings because uh, they're so important and so precious. So we preserve them, and and then we make them available on our website, and like you mentioned, through the Five Fish app, so people can download the app on their phone, and they can listen back to uh, whatever recording that they like uh, from the over 6,000 languages that we have available.
0: So the recording you do, it becomes almost like a treasure. Uh, You call it a national treasure, and perhaps it is that as well, but it's a treasure certainly for those people groups, uh, those tribal and uh, more specific language groups that you're coming across, and you're looking to expand uh, into other areas as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, we're we're quite aware of the fact that we can't do all the recording on our own. So it just makes sense for us if we can... Um, do what recording we can do but then also at the same time be training other people to to take up that role as well so then we can multiply uh, what's happening. I mean there's a huge number of uh, translators and missionaries out there who see the value in audio recordings and um, you know these days it's easier to to pick up a a recorder online or or whatever it is and, and start making recordings but um, quite often people don't have the, the knowledge of the skills of how to do it well. So what we want to do is try and equip people, um, give them uh, good quality gear and give them the training how to use it so they can go out and be making these recordings. Then they can send them to us. We can preserve them uh, on our servers and make them available through our um, through our website and other means as well.
0: Are there special qualifications you need to be able to do what you're doing, recording these conversations and uh, Bible stories, testimonies, local history? Any special qualification needed to be involved?
1: Well, we often um, require people to do some level of uh, theological study uh, before they go out into the field. Uh, but also we we send people on... Um, to take to learn how to do um, you know, audio recording training and other things. Um, so, uh, But, you know, if somebody wanted to come along and put their hand up as a recordist, then we would find out where they're at, find out what training that they need and, and work out how to provide that.
0: Last time when you were up in the Northern Territory and uh, you were doing some recordings, you had a bunch of people wanted to be trained. So training happening more and more regularly?
1: Yeah, training is becoming um, something that we're, we're seeing as a, a great strategy to to advance the work that we're doing. Um, like I said, we can't do it all on our own. So if people are keen to, to do recording and we, we have the means to train them, then it's definitely uh, in our interest uh, in order to, to f- fulfil our mission objectives to help train other people to go and do that recording as well.
0: In fact, on your website, uh, there's that quote that says everyone deserves to hear the gospel in the language and style that speaks to their heart because faith comes through hearing the message. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Is that something that drives you, motivates you, Simon?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, th- there's there's no right or way, right or wrong way to to communicate Uh, God's message message, it's really up to how that person uh, prefers to engage with it so whether you hand them a bible whether you give them an audio resource or whatever it may be um, you know whatever's going to work best for that person well that's what we want to aim for because at the end of the day it doesn't matter how they hear the good news as long as they hear it and you know through prayer and the work of the Holy Spirit uh, lives will be changed
0: well, no doubt you're there on the spot and you've got a microphone in front of uh, elders and tribes people of uh, those specific tribes and uh, getting their language onto a recording. Simon Johnson works with Global Recordings Network. To connect with Simon and the team, you can go to grn.org.au. That's grn.org.au. And, of course, you can download the Five Fish app for access to those 6,500 different languages with gospel material. Five Fish, that's the number five, the word F-I-S-H dot Moby. Simon Johnson, thanks so much for sharing your heart with us today on 2020.
1: No worries, Neil. Thanks for having me.